Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Welcome to episode 185 of Laps Gamer Radio. I'm your host, Mark Hamer, and joining me tonight is Mr. Nick Case. How are you, sir? Hello, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm not too bad, thanks. Not too bad. And an extra special guest tonight, um, the Welsh Bloodhound. Uh, That's probably not particularly... No, that's that's a horrible nickname. I apologise for that already. It's (laughs) Gare from uh, from Kikachu. How are you doing, fella? I'm all right, Uh, up until the point you call me a greyhound. What well, I have, no, it's a bloodhound. Bloodhound, not a greyhound. Well, bloodhound. No, well, bloodhound's the one with a hang dog look, isn't he? You know, the the jowly kind of dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure how to take that. I think well, even greyhound. I, I don't know where that came from. Well, you're a big fan of dogs, and I was trying to think if you were a dog, what breed would you be? Uh, well, probably the one that's sitting right next to it, which is well, a Labrador. Yeah. So. Um, I like my food. I like to to laze around a lot, and occasionally yeah. I'll run around and be daft. So that kind of yeah, I'll take a Labrador. The problem I yeah, have yeah, is Labrador. I sh- I should if any if you have to edit any kind of snoring or whimpering or anything like that, it's not me. It will be the dog because I've got to move <laughs> before we start recording. So highly professional geek two kind of moment there. Yeah. What's your dog called? Uh, Max, which was a terrible name to call a dog who is both hyper and uh, a complete nutter. So, um, yeah, maybe when you choose you're a name... Screaming you... it down the park. Yeah. maybe That's what you... you've got to think about when you get a dog, right? It's like, is this? will I be comfortable screaming this name at the top of my lungs at, at the local nature reserve? Yeah. That's the kind of... We, we almost uh, bought a second dog and... We were discussing names, and my wife came up with a couple, and that was my response: was I am not screaming that at the dog when it's doing something it shouldn't. Simba, um, do you remember Simba. that video of the guy uh, running after his dog? The dog's called Fenton. He's <laughs> <laughs> chasing those deers, and he's just like he's chasing some deer, and he's just running down the the the, the hill after going Fenton, Fenton, Jesus Christ, Fenton. Brilliant. I love that video. Yeah. Yeah, name your pets correctly. Take your time mm-hmm. and you're gonna have them for kind of twelve to fifteen years. So um Yeah. It's okay with cats, you don't have to worry about it too much. Especially they don't listen to you anyway, do they? They don't listen to you anyway, no. No. Apart from earlier, um I jokingly told one of the cats that we were taking it to the vets and she literally ran upstairs and hid under the chair. Um and mm. she didn't come out for two hours. Yeah. So yeah, not doing that again. Nope. <laughs> not unless it does something that you don't like then it's it's Egg. a threat it's a veiled threat then isn't it do you want to go to the yeah. vets <laughs> uh, so yeah um, for any of our listeners who aren't familiar with Geekachu tell us a little bit about it surely there are very few of those um, 
Jihichu is a collection of uh, fairly dull individuals who come together, and the sum of our parts make it more than fairly the dull. Uh, fairly dull and Baby Dave. I, well, Baby Dave is the star of the show. He's very much the kind of um, the sun that we uh, orbit around because even na- even now. Um, I have to put. I, I've been charged by our head of media communications, Gavin, to put a poll together um, to ask the internet what Dave has done this week. Has he bought a torch for £130? Has he broken his uh, new sunglasses, which cost him a combined amount of £140? Uh, has he taken what looked like a drug run? Uh, in a boat overnight across North Wales, or all of the above? I think it's probably all of probably the above, Probably all right? the above. Yes. Yeah. Almost definitely all of the above. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's great to have on. He's a lovely guy. He will do anything for anybody, which is probably what gets into all the trouble. Um, and then we just kind of sit there and, and rip the piss out of him for like an hour and a bit. And it's great. It's not quite as much fun when he's not on. So we, we, we try and bully him into coming on as often as possible. But yeah, Geekitude's just us. Mm. Um, most of us have been friends, so the longest friendship... Most of you live in the same town. We did, yeah, until somebody moved to Malta. And then that <laughs> kind of makes us an international podcast now. So we're Northern Ireland, Malta, and then a small Welsh rural town, which is... Yeah, we... <sighs> Like I'm gonna do, I'm gonna get told off for talking too much again. But um, yeah, no, 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 not at all. We we talked about doing a podcast way back in about 2014, and then because I'm irrationally lazy, we never go around to it. And then kind of lockdown happened, and we done. We tried to do a test run of me and Matthew sitting in a shed talking about football and video games, and that that was terrible. So we kind of got other people on board, and it it seemed to improve. The the less Matthew and me are in it, the better it got. So. So yeah, we're having loads of fun. We're up to kind of episode thirty. We yeah. try our best to to kind of emulate our heroes at Laps Gamer, but you know, <laughs> it's a pale imitation. Oh, uh, you flatter us. I try. I'm drinking out of my um, Geekachu mug. Tonight, it, that's that's a pretty nice mug. Gavin's done a good it job is. on the old graphics. He has, yeah, incorporating my love of both Geekachu and uh, Biscoff. Um. Yeah, Dave is a very, very special person. Um, <laughs> I was supposed to be uh, playing... I played some um, GTA with uh, Gav and Matt last week, and Baby Dave was supposed to be in as well. And they didn't turn up, and I was like, where is he? And the, oh, the only answer I got was, he's doing boat stuff. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the problem with Dave is he is either rescuing somebody's life... Or mm-hmm. potentially being rescued himself. He rescued himself, yeah. <laughs> which is, I still can't believe that no nickname has come forward after his exploits of getting stuck in the harbour mouth and having to be rescued by an actual lifeboat, but not just yeah. a lifeboat, his lifeboat full of all his mates mm-hmm. on it. And still How he- many times has he been had? Has So he, he he's a member of the Coast Guard, right? A volunteer... Oh, what is he? RNLI. Yeah, he's he's a member of the yeah. lifeboat. Um, yeah, and then he's... how many how many times has he, a member of a lifeboat, had to be rescued by a lifeboat? Well, it it stands at one, but you know that's oh, okay. It's 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 only happened so once. Far. But 
I have uh, a member of my extended family was a member of the lifeboat, got rescued once because his fishing boat engine broke down, mm. was abused so badly that he refused. He would rather da- drown or drift aimlessly in the scene than ever be rescued by his friends on the lifeboat again. Dave, <laughs> on the other hand, seems to have taken it as a badge of honour, and it wouldn't surprise yeah. me before the end of this summer that it happens again. Yeah. I'd be surprised. Every, yeah. every week is 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 a a delight of learning something new about Dave. I'm sure he's only two or three weeks away from purchasing a jet ski, uh, and then running out of petrol or, or falling off his jet ski and needing rescuing. Well, I don't think he even needs to buy a jet ski. We worked out. So Dave told us this story that he mm-hmm. bought. Um, so I have to set this up a bit. He bought. A James Bond style underwater kind of uh, diving, I don't know, propulsion how, thing. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. you always see it in James Bond films, they dive underwater, he's got that wee thing in his mouth and he gets pulled through it by this kind of um, underwater jet ski thing. Anyway, Dave bought one of those and then told us that he was Of course one, he did. Because why wouldn't you if you're Dave? Why wouldn't you? Um, and then he said, I'm off to, to learn how to use this. On the shallowest beach. And I, I kid you not, this is a beach. When the tide's in the wrong place, it'll take you 15 minutes to get your ankles wet. So it's completely yeah. flat. And he then admitted kind of two weeks after that that he actually took it out on another beach, which is a steep beach, big drop, large shelves, drops you right down. And he realized that he's absolutely terrified of being underwater. So he bought a a diving aid and hate his head underwater. Also, is very scared of seaweed and the underneath of boats. So, <laughs> just kind of, it's it's as though I swear he's playing this kind of long game, this joke that is just an ongoing character. Play, I'm sure somebody plays Dave, and then we just get Dave is the character that comes out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Geek Juice, if you haven't heard it, is an excellent podcast, and it's it's worth listening um if not for the whole cast then definitely for dave forgetting what things are called like uh quotation marks <laughs> what did he call them again uh, uh he started uh air pu- air finger punctu- things yeah thing finger punctuations air quotes <laughs> you're talking about dave yeah, air quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what was what was the what did he call? Because obviously this is Dave's life, so he went up in a plane one week, and then was allowed to fly said plane, and then went. I can't remember what the controller is called, and everybody else in the entire world that listens to our podcast, which is very few people, must have been screaming. I was. Yeah. yeah it's a it's a joystick, Dave. It's kind of the thing that you should know. It's a joystick. And he's like, yeah, oh, yeah. He just called it the control thingy. Yeah. Just, just beautiful. But he was in a plane. Well, that that one bothered me because he's in a plane, but presumably someone who knows what how to fly it. So I must have told him at the time. You'd expect, but oh, I don't know. Maybe the guy just said, "Here's the control thingy. How about it?" <laughs> quite, quite possibly. Maybe, maybe his friends is as oblivious as he is, and just doesn't know what all the bits of his own plane is called. Are you? You have to remember, so we, we did a bit at the start of the show where we go, what have you been up to this week? 
Dave's mm. prep for that is Dave will open his phone, open his gallery in his phone, and flick through the photos because he has no recollection of what he's actually done. Yeah. So he basically just goes, oh, yeah, I did that, and I did that. And it was it's purely based on photographic evidence. So if you can slip something into his camera roll, that'll blow his mind because, you know. <laughs> to be fair, that's quite a genius way of remembering what you've done. I mean, uh, let me see. Let me test this. What have I got pictures of? Uh, bearded dragons. Yeah, my, mine's it. mostly cats. Yeah, bearded Labrador. Dragons, cats and, and oh, there's some food there. There's a pint. And Patrick Stewart <laughs> in a dressing gown. Because obviously, uh, dog, cake, <laughs> cat. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much pretty much it. Yeah. Okay, so that doesn't help me at all. Try and figure out whatever last week, but uh, fair enough. Um. Yeah, speaking of what we've been doing, what have you been doing over the last week then, Gare? Well, I have uh, the privileged position of having my father, who shares our house because he's uh, elderly and disabled, um, Mm. in hospital with a non-life-threatening condition, which means we have the entire house to ourselves. It's been wonderful. And I wish him no ill at all, but if we could stay there just over the weekend and come back maybe start (laughs) next week, that'd be boss. Um, you can be telling the doctors on Monday. Can you run a few more checks, please? Yeah, yeah I'm just. He's got, it's not a hundred percent. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't look well. It doesn't look well. Are you sure he's well enough to come out? He's going to have a nasty oh, turn God. in a minute. I've got a vision of you as that guy from um, what Monty Python film is it? With uh, with the bring out your dead. Uh, and, he's and his dad's on. His, yeah, and his dad's. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Shut up, you. I feel better. Oh, he's very ill. We'll be dead soon. <laughs> that's that's probably not too far from the case, to be honest. Um, it was the wife's birthday uh, this week, so I had a couple of days off with her. And um, hmm. yeah, we had a, a really nice, relaxing time. Uh, we had a very nice, uh, we had a lovely cake. So there's a place not far from us. Um, really kind of holiday. Uh, village. It's got kind of all the nice restaurants. It's got all these, but it's got a really lovely bakery. So they do a a nice line in, in birthday cake. So it was a peach blackcurrant yogurt cake. Absolutely lovely. So we we have That's devoured. That's a combination. Yeah, it's lovely. It had yeah. it had lavender flowers on the top and a bit of kind of. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was it was stunning. So we had that, and then um, the two animal lovers. You'll like this. Have you seen those pictures where you take a Renaissance painting and then you superimpose the picture of an animal? So yeah, a dog I saw this on Twitter and a cat, yeah. or a bearded dragon, or two cats. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. so I got her one of those, and I thought this is a bit of a stretch. This is going to be, yeah, she's either going to love this or hate this, and it went down really well. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I'm always awful at, at birthdays. I'm terrible at getting birthday presents. Christmas, I'm good because I've got the whole year to work it out for birthdays or more. Yeah. Um, other than that, we just kind of chilled out, relaxed. Yeah. Pretty mm. straightforward week, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, it was my other house birthday uh, recently as well. Um, we don't have any nice, like, holiday villages near us to go to. So we went to the nearest, we went to our near, our local, like, open air shopping area. I went to Heavenly Desserts, uh, and I had a big slice of Biscoff cheesecake. Would you believe on brand? Um, yeah, on brand. Um, 
But uh, we've got we've got a bunch of. Um, I got her a big hammock for the back garden. I saw that on all, Twitter. Jeez, yeah. Um, we've managed to use it like twice since then. <laughs> Because we, we, I got it right at the end of like this big spell of really nice weather, and it's just pissed it down ever since, or been just miserable and windy. And so, um, Zoe bought a big, uh, um, like wind up like um, uh, parasol, mm-hmm. like one of those like arms, and, like winds up and extends. It's got like a little solar panel on top, and then lights underneath it and everything. Uh, really nice parasol. Um, how am I going to use the bloody thing? It's literally been too windy to extend it since we got it. We, we opened it up to make sure it worked and then wound it back in and put the cover on it. And that's how it's been <laughs> for the last week. Um, yeah, there's. So that it, was a good purchase. If ever you want to prove how good your reflexes are, because I had to do this the other day, is that we had exactly the same. We've got a new parasol wind up, not kind mm. of one of those archy ones, just a straight up one. Anyway, we have an older yeah. one. That's just in one of those uh, metal kind of parasol holders. Yeah. But yeah. It, because we, at the puppy at the time, he chewed the bit that you screw in to hold the parasol into the, uh, the weight. So um, it was just that little bit too windy. And I was happily doing something completely different, reading a book, I think I was listening to some music. It was just nice, a little bit of wind, out of the way, and then it went. And you have no, I've, I've, I'm still amazed that I was able to kind of do the whole kind of like spring your arm out, grab the bottom of the parasol and, and stand there like some kind of superhero as you've got this enormous yeah. parasol in one hand and then think, all right, okay, <laughs> that was really lucky. Yeah. Yeah, the weather's taken a bit of a turn recently. You haven't had a, haven't had like a decent stretch of good weather for more than about 10 minutes here. I it's mean, quite it's, nice outside now, actually. I was going to say, it's now, too hot today. Yeah, today was, yeah. It's the thing about Britain. It's, e- it's either miserable or too hot. Mm. It was like, well, this week, so it pissed it down on Monday, pissed it down on Tuesday. Wednesday, it was really sunny, and that was the one day of the week I had to go into the office. And then pissed it down again today, <laughs> uh, all morning, and then was like baking hot in the afternoon. Uh, yeah, it's just so inconsistent, the weather. Uh, I'm, but, I'm desperately looking forward to kind of being able to post more feet pics for you. Yeah. <laughs> they go down well on the internet. They Everybody do. loves your feet. Yeah. Um, Nick, what have you been up to over the last week or so? Anything exciting? Um, let me just look at my camera roll uh, and I will tell you. Uh, Pro- professional either. Pizza. We've not even had. You know what? We. It, bow, this pizza. is the thing. The weather has been so shit. We've not been able to get the pizza oven out because it's not been good enough weather for pizza. Um. Hmm. So yeah, we. No, nothing really. We went out uh for a meal on Saturday um to a place which looked really good on Instagram. Um, it's owned by a local brewery. Uh, um, they they own a few venues around the area. Um, Mm -hmm. and we one of our sort of favourite country pubs is owned by them so this one the new one that we went to was in the centre of Sheffield oh that's alright and in January uh, they went completely vegan so all of their menu is now vegan um, and stuff Um, so we thought yeah we'll we'll we saw it back then and Mm -hmm. sort of followed them on Instagram and then we're like yeah we'll, we'll go out for a meal at some point there 
so we went out on Saturday for the meal. Um, looked at the menu in advance, as you do these days. Lovely yeah, PDF. Yeah. They had uh, vegan ribs and vegan fried chicken and vegan um, roast beef and pretty much everything you could want, uh, all vegan. Uh, we got there and they said, yeah, we've got a new chef now. This is the menu and sort of handed us a piece of paper and there were three burgers on it uh, and a load, uh, four different types of loaded fries. Um, so yeah, not, not very great. That is, however, mm. where I ordered a pint uh, and it came in a proper stein, um, which was very nice. nice. That's always a good sign. It is, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I also... I've had a few people that I work with say that during lockdown uh, and when they went back, like when the pubs opened back up last year and this year, they said that they really missed the old pub experience. And I'm, I'm sort of wondering what they think was so good about the old pub experience, because to me, we are now living in the dream era where you can sit at a table in a pub, scan a QR code on the table order a pint on your phone and someone will just bring your pint to the table. You don't have to leave the bar, sorry, the table. You don't have to stop your conversation and then catch up after a few minutes. You don't have to try and cram your way to the front of the bar and grab someone's attention to get to get a pint. Mm-hmm. Literally, you use technology, you push a few buttons and a magical minion appears with a pint for you. And I just think we're living in the best era. I, I like I, that stuff as long as they don't make you install an app. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's like, literally it a, a website, um, yeah. then it's great. It's like a Wagamama. You used to have to install an app. Yeah. It's just just an just an app that was just sat on my phone, and the only thing you could do with it was pay your bill if you went to Wagamama. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I don't like that stuff. No. But, um, yeah, if you can just scan a QR code and go to a website, like yeah, yeah. that stuff's good. Yeah, um, yeah. kind of like. I don't know. It's very, very good during, you know, current pandemic situations, but uh, I don't know. I don't know whether it has implications on, like, waiters. Whether there's, like, whether they need less of them. I still think they need the same number because mm. the people that are, they still need the people to be sort of pouring the same number. They're still getting the same number of orders. Yeah. But they're not having to come out and like take the orders, so one waiter can theoretically handle more tables, I guess. In, I suppose, sort of potentially, but waiters wouldn't just be just a... taking pints to tables anyway, would they? No. So no, I guess not. not. Not in a pub, no, but in a restaurant, I guess. Yeah, in a restaurant, but, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm all for the, the new pub experience. The the amount of pubs that uh, I as a kid came home from. And you'd stink of cigarette smoke, and you'd have spent half mm-hmm. your time fighting for the bar. Mm, yeah. Um, and then if you certain pubs, if you if you were sitting there kind of early evening having a chat with your mates next to the bar, and then they would slowly clear as you got up and went to the toilet, and they'd clear your bar stool away, and you'd come back, and you were like, "All right, we're standing now, then, are we?" Those days are gone. I'm quite happy. Sit me at a table. Let me order my drinks. Let them bring them to me, and I have to do. None of the faffing about. Great. Fantastic. I'm with you there, Nick. Excellent. Um Nah, that's a, that's about all I've been up to really, just just working. Um yeah. I did uh, sort of I guess this is a gaming podcast at the end of the day. Um 
I managed to get my hands on one of those uh, little bits of rare gold dust that floats around the internet every now and then. Uh, a new graphics card. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, so, yeah. How I, did you manage to get hold of one of those without offering a kidney in return? It was surprisingly easy, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, I Effectively, there are some clever people that have written some bots on the internet. Um, so I joined a Discord channel uh, called Control Alt Stock, um, and they effectively have some bots. And you you go on, and then you just push a few buttons depending on what bits of tech that you're interested in purchasing. Uh, and it effectively just gives you a notification whenever they come in stock in your country. Um, so I've been part of this Discord for like two months now. Uh, I actually missed a stock notification when I was on holiday. Um, there was one when I was on holiday about a month ago, uh, which I missed. But then luckily I was sat working the other day just do, 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 at my desk as I do. Um, and I noticed a notification pop up and it said, oh, 3080s are now in stock at scan. And I was like, oh kind of half thinking it must be a bug or just a false alarm so i click it anyway and i go through and pick all the pictures that are trains on google and as you have to do to prove you're human <laughs> oh god i hate that stuff i i got two screens of it as well which is which is always the worst yeah. Um, yeah sometimes you get multiple i hate it and it just popped up it's like oh do you want to buy a 3080 and i was like yeah, yes, yes, I would. Uh, so I quickly ran and grabbed my card and popped everything in as fast as I could and managed to get one. And For retail price? Retail price, yes. Yeah, uh, not, it was a founder's not 15, edition £1,500. Pounds. Yeah, um, so yeah, retail price. I kind of didn't believe it until... Because when you order through Scan, they have like four levels of your order. So you've got first oh, order is God. Yeah. order has been placed. Mm -hmm. Second is the payment has been confirmed, which both of those steps can happen and they can still turn around and say, actually, we oversold. We've not got enough stock for you, so we're going to cancel your order. The third stage is awaiting picking, which takes ages when you're waiting for your new shiny thing to drop through the door. Mm -hmm. um, we, and when it's awaiting picking, when they finish that step, that's the only time you, they, you're guaranteed to be getting your actual order. Um, yeah. when I ordered mine through them uh, the order was confirmed payment cleared and then I had to then I was stuck waiting for the uh, I was stuck at the waiting picking mm -hmm. section for three months oh. while they waited for stock <laughs> oh god did they keep a pending transaction on your card for all that time or did they have to no they it? took payment oh they took payment straight away oh. um, so pay through PayPal uh uh, so they took payment straight away, and then I didn't get the card for another three months. But like, that was that's not, that wasn't really Scan's fault. It was like it was an absolute. That was launch day when I when I put my order in. It was an absolute bloodbath. It was like the mm. same as like trying to get hold of a PS5 or an Xbox Series X. It's just been, you know. I think they must have people changed. Step, it's like the the digital equivalent of like those stampedes in, in um, supermarkets on Black Friday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 been an absolute nightmare. I think um, they must have changed the way they do it now because of that. I seem to remember seeing yeah. something on the thing. They now just put a pending transaction on your card. Mm. And then if it's more than a week, they'll sort of contact you about what you want to do about it. But 
Anyway, yeah. so I ordered on Friday and Sunday, uh, 4 p.m. ish. I got the notification that it had been picked and then 10 minutes later it was out for delivery. Um, dispatched. Uh, and I got it on the Monday while I was at work mm. and Claire threatened to uh, put it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> she would have made a tidy profit. She would have literally more than doubled her. Well, she didn't even spend yeah. any money, so she would have made like 1,200 quid. But yeah, uh, she would have doubled my money, I suppose. Uh, yeah. But she luckily she didn't. And I got it home. Beautiful packaging. Really, really nicely packaged. Mm. I can... I don't really watch unboxings anymore. They're very sort of t- 2007, but I, I would watch an unboxing for that video, uh, for that box. It's very nice. That's the thing about those founders editions compared to like the partner card. So I got a partner card and the vast, vast majority of people will get partner cards made mm-hmm. by Gigabyte, EVGA or whoever. Um, but like the founders editions made by NVIDIA themselves are, they're very shiny they're very, very nvidia very nice looking like yeah, I, very, yeah yeah i yeah, also have sure. an nvidia shield uh and that was very nicely packaged and nicely designed mm-hmm. and they really go all in on their branding which is quite nice yeah but it's it's yeah for sure i've never really particularly thought graphics card look very nice uh but this one is really nice and sleek it's it, it looks mm-hmm. futuristic and even now when i'm looking at it it's got the, the geforce rtx logo on it on the side of it lights up in white is like backlit yeah. and it just it looks lovely mm. um so yeah that's now powering my rig which is excellent nice you now you've got a more powerful rig than i do now i think because you've got a 5000 series cpu as well yeah 3700x yeah yeah i still come i've got a 3900x so yours is sure yeah that still works out as more powerful than mine i think yes so now I'm going to have to upgrade my CPU to keep up, aren't I? You are. I can't Sucks lose out in this you. arms race. The other good thing is that um, I'm I'm slowly <laughs> replacing all of my computer and and just putting it into Giving a regular class. Um, so uh, she's now got a an RX 5700 XT waiting for her, uh, and my mm. old power unit and old RAM that I also replaced the other month. Um, so I just need a motherboard and a CPU. Which I don't need to upgrade, so I might just buy her um, whatever she needs to get by and play Zoo Tycoon. Um, and just, yeah, yeah, give that to her. When I built this this monster, um, literally the only things that Zoe's played on it is Planet Zoo and Slime Rancher. <laughs> That's it. Those are the only things that she's played. Um, yeah. I still, I still like to believe that um, you've changed your Steam settings to um, sign you into the other account, uh, because in the first few months, when or the first couple of weeks probably, when you had your had your computer, um, it always popped up saying Mark is now playing Zoo Tycoon. Oh no! It was it, it was um, my other half was playing it, but it's it's on family. Yeah, family it's the mode. family mode. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I wanted to be able to play it as well, so we so we put stuck family mode on so that we share all of our profiles on all the games and everything like that. Um, well, to, actually, the reason I did that is because when I built my PC, you kindly gifted me a code for a game, and I'm a dum dum, and I redeemed the code on my wrong Steam account. So now, if I want to play it, I have to have family mode on to be able to access yeah, it it's, it's a good job it's not a game you care about playing a lot like Assetto Corsa Competizione <laughs> yeah the one not a game that I play quite a lot 
Oh, well. Um, right, video games. Um, yeah, as you're the guest, what have you been playing over the last week or so? Um, a fair bit of Sleeping Dogs, to be honest. I yeah? Had, I had a stu- you enjoying it? I am now. I had a stuttering start to Sleeping Dogs. Um, right. I like the story. I like the characters. I like the setting. I liked a lot of, of how it played out. Mm-hmm. But there was there was just something that was holding me back, and it was I could not, for the love of God, get uh, a handle on the martial arts bit of it. And then uh, mm. some I don't know what happened, but it kind of clicked. And there is in every game you play, there is that kind of that moment where things turn from being oh this is a bit of a chore, I'm struggling to do this, into going this is really easy now. I know exactly what I'm doing. Yep. Um, and I hit that point and it's turned a game that I was kind of enjoying but not loving into a game that I really, really, really enjoy now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm trying to get away from doing the whole kind of trophy thing. But I looked at the trophies to get the platinum and they, they're not horrendous. There's a lot no. of kind of... It's like it's, it's one of the... It's that era game where... It's just kind of collect this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And There's then... not a huge amount of side content from what I remember. It's been a while since I played it, but but I don't. There's not like hundreds of side quests or anything like that. There's just a few collectathons. And... Yeah. There's there's a so that the the bit that that ticked it over was I was struggling that you, in Sleeping Dogs you're kind of uh, I won't spoil this story, but you're an undercover cop in the triads yeah. in Hong Kong. Anyway, you you start recovering trophies um and you learn martial arts by doing that and they are certainly for an old man like me really difficult to get your fingers to do those things in the precise order in the timing that they want it to do um Mm -hmm. the window's pretty sharp on it and then but once you get it and there's only two things you you need to learn one of which is um square 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 hold which is the kind of kick 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 roundhouse and then the second one which is uh, I think it's grab the opponent and then hit circle twice, which is basically a leg break. And right. this is the bit that kind of changed it for me. It sounds horrific that I got really a load of enjoyment out of this kind of horrific move. Not so much that. It's it's how the NPCs react to you doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a sweet little bit that if you Google it if you want, but it's really funny. Because they're they're somehow um, just taken aback that your level of violence has just gone that little bit too far. Considering there's like yeah. twenty of them around you, they're kind of like <laughs> and they're there the, to, the, yeah, they're, they're there to kill you as well. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, whoa, dude, come on, calm down, shit, easy, easy fella, the, easy. It's the thing I remember about that game is like uh, from the combat, the hand-to-hand combat stuff is like when you do like a finisher move on someone and you're next to say uh, the intake fan for an air conditioning unit or something like that. They're, they're fucking brutal. Yeah. There is, there's a trophy in it which I need to get for the platinum which is kill somebody with a fish. Yeah. And I thought, right, okay, well this must be uh, you know, you, you pick a fish up. No, you smash somebody's head into an aquarium and then the resulting fish that flow out onto the floor, you can pick that up and beat somebody else to death with it. See, I've yeah. played too much Hitman because I was thinking you have to like poison someone's sushi or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I've had loads of fun playing um, Sleeping Dogs. And then um, I have a thing at the moment for um, 
kind of fairly hardcore platformers. And I tried one because it was on Game Pass and it looked pretty cool called Scourgebringer. And it's kind right. of, they, they bill it as being a cross between Celeste and Dead Cells. And it's kind of not really either, or not close to either. But it's a nice, I can't even say it's a midpoint, but it's a nice kind of mix of those kind of feel of a game. Um, and it's it's one of those where you clear rooms, then you face a boss. And it's, it's very much uh, so uh, 11-bit games do a, a a really sweet little game like that called Moonlighter where you dungeon kind of crawl. Um, oh, I love that game. Love it. And this is very similar. It's a, it, it's a different kind of aesthetic, but it, it's very similar. You clean rooms until you get to the boss, then you clean that boss out, and then you're on. But it's a constant upgrade path. So as you make it through, you pick up kind of various points here and there, and you can upgrade your character. And it's one of those you can, you can kind of pick up and play for 10, 15 minutes. It doesn't take a lot of brain power. Um, mm. If you get a good run, your fingers start to do the things they're meant to do. If you're an old man like me, that happens very rarely, but I'm still <laughs> really enjoying it. So, yeah, played a bit of Scourgebringer, and then I put kind of a, an hour or two into each of the following. So somebody recommended a game called Raji, an Ancient Adventure, um, which is, again, on Game Pass, mm. and that is... That's my dog snoring. Um, <laughs> and that is basically um, it's uh, an isometric uh, platform puzzler with combat mechanics uh, it has elements of kind of soulsy bits in it which obviously speaks to me um, but it, it, I'm so early in the game that a lot of the mechanics are really kind of dense mm-hmm. and it's trying to work out exactly how to put them into into the right context but the game is stunning it's, it's kind of um it's set in kind of uh, ancient India, kind of the, the time of the Mughals. Um, it's about a brother who's kidnapped by demons and a sister fights them uh, through various levels to release him. It's a really, really pretty game. Um, so I need to dig a bit deeper into that one. And then today, um, I started playing some of The Ascent. Which oh, is- okay is one of these games that everybody is talking about so i felt yeah duty bound to give it a go i think all three of us have played a bit of this now oh, good so uh yeah i am pretty bad at uh twin stick shooters so it took me a while to get used to this especially there is uh, a mechanic that threw me off for a for a fair bit of time so normally when you aim you pull a trigger mm-hmm. What that does in this game is make it means you aim high. So I spent 15, 20 minutes unable to hit anything because the whole deal is you don't aim high unless you're... Behind cover. Yeah, or down a set of steps or whatever. You just take your finger off the trigger. So I had to teach my... I had to tell my brain and teach it very slowly uh, to kind of not do that. Um, Yeah, and I've made it through the first level, beat the first boss, um, and I'm on to kind of explore a bit further. But the game is absolutely stunning. Mm -hmm. It's beautifully put together. The backgrounds are amazing. Uh, I'm told there's about a dozen people or less than a dozen people have put this game together. Yeah, it's a tiny studio. It's really impressive for uh, what they've done. Yeah, I mean... I hear my um, copy of... 
Edge magazine when it was the cover uh, the, the cover story on it and uh, yeah there's a big piece in there about it the studio is absolutely tiny um, it's made it quite depressing to see they've been getting a lot of um, stick on Twitter recently for things like the there's some disparity between the Steam version of the game and the Xbox game uh, so the PC Game Pass version of the game in that like the Steam version's got some bits and pieces that the the, the PC Game Pass version doesn't yet but I think that's more to do with like how long it takes to clear patches, right? You understand Definitely. this stuff a bit better than me, Nick, yeah. Yeah, so everything on the Xbox store has got to go through some kind of, like the PlayStation store has got to go through some kind of certification process, uh, yeah. which can yeah. take longer. And also they need to obviously um, do a lot of more, more testing against the like Xbox Series X, Xbox Series mm. S, PC, and all of that um so yeah i i imagine it's probably easier for them to publish on steam um yeah so yeah it's it's probably it's i want to say it's probably 90 percent definitely not their fault mm. i think there's it's a- not but it's also they're a very small team so oh, yeah. give cutting some slack yeah yeah <laughs> i think there is an issue as well um, this is only because i sit in my car all day and listen to podcasts between driving from place to place um the this is the only bit of pc knowledge that i that vaguely made sense to me, but they apparently between the Steam and the Windows, there's a DivX 12 issue. Yeah. So apparently, it, it, the one with the DivX doesn't work as well as the one without, which I think is the one on Steam is the one without. No, the, the Steam Steam. Uh, I, I, I'm sh- well, I think the Steam version works fine in DivX 12, uh, and it's got the ray tracing and the DLSS. The DivX 12 version on Windows on, on the PC Game Pass runs like shit. Chuggy. Uh, yeah, it's really chuggy. Um, there's... I, I was looking on the internet last night and I kept on seeing these reports saying, like, oh, the, the Windows, the PC Game Pass version has been patched now, so you've got ray tracing in DLSS. And it's like, well, I always had the option for ray tracing. It just ran like shit, so I turned it off. Mm. Um, but still no option for DLSS. But I, I don't know. That that will come at some point. But yeah, there's, there's, there's a difference between the two PC versions of the game at the moment. Um, and also ray tracing is not on the xbox versions at all even though i'm sure this at least the series x must be able to handle ray tracing but apparently it's not on there and yeah, the, the, the series can. x version runs at 30 but the series s version runs at 60 and it's low, all a bit it's all a bit weird but they're a yeah. very small team so yeah load times are meant to be very uh should we say elongated on the um on the older consoles yeah, yeah. did you see that digital foundry video I heard something today that uh, the startup of the game is about three minutes if you're on a yeah. 1X rather than a Series X. I think it was longer than that. Um, really? When uh, John from Digital Foundry did the video on it, he he loaded up Sonic <laughs> on another screen and managed to get through like three levels and a boss before um, the Ascent loaded. So this might explain... I. About an hour before we started recording this, I thought, "Oh, I'll got a bit. I've got an hour. Um, I'll jump into the ascent and have have another little play on that." So I jumped into the ascent, and it was just stuck on the splash screen for ages. Uh, so I mm-hmm. booted up Task Manager; it's not really doing anything. So I shut it down, opened it up again. Splash- I got cleared the splash screen and clicked resume game, and then it just started loading, and it never seemed to stop. So I closed it down a few times, and then I just gave up and played Destiny instead. 
Hmm. I haven't had any technical issues with it to m- myself apart from the chugging. Yeah, like it's running it, on DivX twelve. I don't know if that's just loading times or anything, or if it just randomly had a crash. But it it didn't seem to be doing anything in Task Manager. It wasn't crashed because it still had the little loading A that spins around. Um. But yeah, not not a great experience. Like I'm I'm almost kind of tempted to buy the Steam version because I know it's going to be a good game and I know it's going to work, but I don't know. I haven't had any of the, the like loading problems. The, the only problem I had from that standpoint is sometimes you go to quit to the you go to quit to the main menu mm. and it just doesn't do anything. It just stays in the game. So you like you click clicking quit to main menu and it's like nah, nah, carry on playing. Um, yeah, it's got some technical issues, but they'll all be ironed out, I'm sure. Um, and I don't think this is because it's technically a Xbox console exclusive. Um, I don't think it'll be leaving PC Game Pass anytime soon. So there's time for them to to fix it. Um, how far did you get into it, Gear? Oh, just uh, literally just past the first boss. Okay. Um, so about an hour and a bit into it. But it's yeah, it's lovely. The only the only thing it does feel a bit counterintuitive that you run away from combat while shooting behind you to clear the enemies. But certainly, that's the way yeah. I play it. It's it it feels it feels weird, but it looks lovely. It plays really nicely. I wish I was better at it than I am, but I, I'm certainly well, looking forward um, to go to go back. We should do some co-op. I think it would be a lot um, yes. more reasonable difficulty-wise in in. Um, in the co-op but uh i did say like the opening hour of it is not great either so if you enjoyed what you played then it gets a lot better good i heard something today that um a couple of people who played it um from a couple of different podcasts i listened to really really enjoyed it they played Mm -hmm. uh seven to twelve hours of it and they'd really really dug deep into it got into the kind of mechanics the kind of the augmentations, the different weapons and bits and pieces, and 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 really kind of really got a lot out of it. So, yeah, yeah. I, f- I fancy some co-op on that. This very famous co-op that we we kind of keep promising that we're going to do, and then I always bail on it. So yes, I'll definitely play this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else you played? That's about it, really. Um. Yeah, I need to play a bit more Dark Souls 2, but um, I only do that to wind you up. So, um. Play Bloodborne already, you coward. Um, Nick. Hello. We played some Formula 1. We did again. play some Formula... I mean, you know, it's it's a weekday, isn't it? Yes, it is. We've played some Formula 1. Um, mm-hmm. What have we done? Did we... Uh, we, we did Monaco. Uh, Fucking hate Monaco. Uh, um, but isn't yeah. Monaco um, meant for... to be the best race? No, no it's it not. It's the everybody absolute can... worst. It's like a, it's the, probably the biggest race on the calendar because it's the oldest race, and Monaco is full of incredibly wealthy people, and everyone turns up in their yachts. It's the most like, prestigious race. It's but it's the worst race from a racing because point of view. It's terrible. You the, can't pass. the streets of Monaco aren't particularly big anyway. And then if you put on these Formula One cars that are like 10 foot long now, like modern Formula One cars are gigantic. Um, So there's just no room to overtake. And so basically qualifying is really good. Mm. Uh, And then the race on a Sunday just becomes a big procession. They just have cars following each other around because no one can overtake it. Um, 
and it just wasn't a pleasant it's just not a pleasant race and we, i didn't enjoy I, i've never enjoyed racing it in, in racing games either and this was no exception yeah so i mean it didn't help that you qualified uh, you qualified sixth but had a five place grid penalty for holding hamilton up on a hot lap in qualifying i backed him up a bit that's all um, suddenly and suddenly they were like oh no you you're, you're deliberately blocking have a five you place can't grid deliberately place block king hamilton i backed him up yeah i just i was on a slow outlap and uh, unfortunately he was on his hot lap and you know put bad luck but i shouldn't have been penalized for it this game hates me <laughs> Uh, I qualified on pole, so my mm. day was a bit better than yours. And I don't like Monaco, but when you get into the swing of it, it's not terrible. Um, no, it's terrible. It's not terrible for a few laps, but I think was it seventy-seven laps? Uh, something like seventy, some seventy-something laps. Yeah, yeah not good. Um, and it's fucking knackering because like it, it's because it's such a tiny circuit and none of the straights are very long uh and the corners are all so severe like you're on the accelerator and then on the brake the accelerator like your feet are doing so much work for an hour and a half at the end of it i was absolutely knackered <laughs> and like the steering wheel had rubbed the skin between my thumb and my index finger absolutely raw do you need yeah. a set of those 70s driving gloves? Yeah, yeah. I need some Alan Partridge driving gloves, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that wasn't particularly fun. Um, but you, did you win? I can't remember. I did. Or did you come second? I, I won by about yeah. 20 seconds. Yeah, I fought my way up from 11th to 6th, uh, and then by the time I'd finished fighting my way past everyone, the next car was like, 40 seconds up the road and I was never going to catch it. Um, so I came home sixth, which is not terrible, but not not great, but probably the best I could expect on did you? This, did this you season enjoy... so far has been really up and down, hasn't it? We we, we, we lo- had a front row lockout on the first race and then and came home one, two. The front row lockout included that strange technical issue for me where I didn't have enough fuel for the entire race. Yeah, so you finished the race like limping around the track for yeah. quite a few laps. Second race in uh, in Barcelona was a disaster. Yep. Um, third race in Monaco was a bit of a mixed bag, and then we've done practice and quali for for Azerbaijan. It was a front row lockout again. So, uh, in the words of the great philosopher Gennaro Gattuso, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. In the words of me, I think we need to turn the difficulty up. <laughs> yeah probably but we need to it's one of those things we you have are. to adjust it as you go track by track because if we'd had it at 70 where we were for the first few tracks at monaco um we'd have been at the back of the grid yep because like the the ai's ability to race fast on different types of circuits is it 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 means you have to constantly adjust the difficulty level mm. uh the ai on street circuits is broken on it regular can just do racing things circuits, you can't on yeah. street circuits. And they're super aggressive. Yeah. And they will barge you out of the way. Especially Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc really wanted to win his, his home Grand Prix. Like, I don't yeah. blame him because he's never finished no. one. But No. <laughs> but yeah. Um, sort of when, before the, re- before the race at Monaco, uh, I jumped on 15, 20 minutes earlier than you. Uh 
and just jumped into a um like five lap race to to see to, to sort of do some research for you and help to see if there was any possibility that you could just like yeet everyone at the first corner and get up to second yeah and i must have done 20 practice starts and in every single one of those starts Charles Leclerc barged me out the way um yeah he was he is a demon around that track mm. in Formula One 2021 that's probably why he's never finished a, a competitive race in his home country that is true yeah Two. and he didn't even he didn't even get to start the last one oh, it still hurts too much don't yeah <laughs> But yeah, the season's uh, up and down. I'm looking forward to the next race. It's going to be a bit fun. Well, we'll have already done it by the time this episode comes out. But my engine is, my current engine is um, like 73% worn. And if it reaches 100 during the race, then the engine blows up and I retire. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, what else have you been playing? You've been playing, you've been playing some more Destiny. Yeah, I've played a bit of Destiny. Um I'm not really a Destiny lore person too much. Um, Beyond Light kind of got me more interested in the lore. Um, I have some kind of semblance of understanding of what's going on this season. Um, Vex are doing shit. Um, That's my semblance of understanding. Um, But the story mode uh, is happening. It's kind of coming to to a close, isn't it? This week is the last... Last... Or the next to last of the season. Um, it mostly already has. Yeah. Oh, oh, do you mean the, the, the yeah the upcoming season is the, yeah, is the, the last l- season yeah last final the last city thing. Uh, I've literally just before we recorded this, I jumped into the latest override mission for the weekly one um, and did that, which was different. Oh, that finished. Uh, oh, I thought that had finished weeks ago. No. Uh, have you done? Have you done this week? I haven't been on this week. Okay, so, so the, they might have added a new one. This then. week's override map is the final city. Oh shit! Okay. Um. So yeah, you might want to jump into that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I'll do that after this then. <laughs> I'll jump in with yeah. you after. Uh. But yeah, it's it's good. So that's in the final city, and there's some harpies doing random shit around. If like, there's actual. So override is just a, a kind of it's the mode of the season basically mm. um which is it's just a glorified gambit really um without pvp elements but uh um, so good then good yeah apart from yeah. the moats still fall through the floor and shit like that but um yeah yeah yeah, well, yeah. So, but effectively um kill shit waves of enemies kill shit you grab moats put them in a bank when you get so many then it goes through to a different stage um mm. that's not really changed apart from the maps all the way through the season. Uh, there's been like a rotation of three maps. Uh, but this time it's it's in a different map and a different area and there's actually stuff happening. So yeah, if you'll actually, if you jump into the game, normally everyone's just focused on the objective. But this week people are sort of going around doing other things as well as the objective, like going to see the, the harpy that's just hanging out, beeping Morse code and stuff. Um, mm. But yeah, it's setting up for the next story season season that one um which is in like two weeks or something yeah something like that um that's a long season that one as well isn't it it is it is six months or so something like that yeah 
because uh, the 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 next uh, the, the, they they time them out so it's like each season's three months long, four four seasons covers the year, and then the next expansion comes out. But they delayed the next expansion to Q one twenty twenty two, and it'll probably be right towards the end of Q one. Uh, so instead of this season being three months, it's going to be like six months, and uh, there's probably not going to be enough content to fill it. But that's fine because there's lots of other games to play. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll power through what's in there, and then, uh, and then go off and play other games, and then come back to it when the next expansion comes out. Yeah. But yeah, it's still a good game. It's it still is a damn good game. It's strange. We cross play next season as well, don't we? We do. Uh, they've Finally already done some tests, haven't they? Uh, of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we get crossplay, so we can play with console peasants. Um, I say that jokingly. There's no and Doug. No favorit- favoritism here. Yeah, yeah, but Doug just likes to make jokes about how you have to read Wikipedias and Google everything. He's been which... playing it though. He's been playing it a lot. I, I keep on uh, whenever I load up the Xbox app on PC, I see him on Xbox playing Destiny. Nice. So he's been playing it, and I was messaging him the other day, and I was like, you know, we should play together when when crossplay comes along. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to to that. See how it how it works. Um, it'll be a lot easier because I've got a lot of people I play with who are on PlayStation, and it'll be a lot easier once they incorporate Discord into PlayStation. But yeah. that's not coming until sometime next year, I don't think. No, um, probably not. Yeah. Been playing anything else at all? No, I mean, I obviously I've got a new shiny graphics card, so I've booted up random games for ten minutes just to see how shiny <laughs> they are. Um, yeah, control in four K with the ray tracing on full is very pretty. Um, I spent a while just chucking stuff around and making explosions and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it to be honest. I like I say we've we've already talked about the ascent. Um, yeah, kind of just looking forward to jumping into the ascent a bit more and and looking for the next thing after Destiny. Like you say, I mean, we've got a bit of a hole potentially at some point with Destiny. So let me tell you about a little game called Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, no, here we go. <laughs> just I'm still waiting for. Now, is it? <laughs> I'm still waiting for Final Fantasy seven remake to come to PC. So yeah, that's all I'm saying. Have they released those ports yet of one to six on Steam? Well, sure. the pixel ones. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the old I mean, they're like, all uh, pixel ones, <laughs> Pick Pixels are... <laughs> the, the new the ones. The 2D ones. The, like, uh, they was, they were, yeah, they were going to re... Um, they're going to do, like, um, uh, re-releases of Final Fantasy 1 through 6 on Steam and mobile phone, but only those two platforms. Uh, and I don't want to play it on a phone, but... Um, I would quite like to play through. I've, I've played a little bit of Final Fantasy VI because it was on the SNES Classic, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't played anything of one through five, and I wouldn't mind playing them. Uh, if these are the ones that I'm thinking of, um, I listen to a podcast today as I do every day, more or less, yeah. um, and they basically slaughtered these games because they are ported phone games. And nothing more. That's what I was worried about. So the uh, Chrono Trigger one that they did? Yeah. It's that level of... Uh, it's Square, Square Enix, isn't it? Yeah. 
They do some things so well and then some things so badly. There is a game, uh, it's on Apple Arcade, uh, which I've been meaning to play for ages, and I can't remember what it's called. It's by the creator of Final Fantasy. Hmm. Uh, it's JRPG on... Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Um, but it's supposed to be really, really good. Like, a really cause like, like, this is how you make a JRPG on a phone. Uh, and I'd heard that those... They, the phone ports of, of quite a lot of those odd Square Enix JRPGs were garbage. I was hoping that the Steam versions weren't going to be ports of the phone ports, so I guess not. Fuck. Oh, well. Um, what have I been playing? Um, Nick, what have I been playing? What have you been playing? What have I been playing? Uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, yeah, Final Probably. Fantasy XIV. That, that continues, yeah. Still having a really good time with that. Um, <clears throat> I'm not actually progressing with like the the uh, post expansion story at the moment. I've just been dicking about leveling up side jobs. Mm. Um, it's just a like you know it's a game to put on while you've got like a film on in the background because you're just like farming enemies and dungeons and stuff like that. Uh, and it's quite relaxing. Um, oh, I tell you what, I did play today. Um, the uh, uh, the art of rally. Oh yeah, that's Game it's Pass, just hasn't popped it? up on. Yeah, it just came to Game Pass today. Um, <clears throat> so I gave it a download. It's quite small. It's like three gigs or something like that. So I played Absolute Drift a lot uh, back on PlayStation. Um, it's like sort of like a I don't know how you call it. Would you call it describe it as isometric, sort of like top down? Mm. Um, like car racing game but it was it was just basically just about drifting just about controlled drifts yeah um drifting around obstacles drifting around these these circuits and they called it like the playstation version release of it because i think it was on pc for years it was like absolute drift zen edition and that was a really apt name because it was really quite relaxing to play for a game that's like a, about like really precise throttle control and like slowly managing to learn how to drift this car around at perfect angles, it was incredibly relaxing to play. Uh, and Art of Rally is by the same people. Chazzy's talked about it in this podcast before, um, but it's the same sort of ethos. It's a rally game, but that same sort of like top-down camera. So you don't have a uh, you don't have your co-pilot um, reading you the pace notes because you can see the corner coming up, um, and it's just like. It's just like that, like uh, similar sort of controls, but point-to-point rally racing um, with that sort of like um, very polygonal art style. Um, the it's, it's got a lot of reverence for the history of rally. None of the cars are um, licensed, mm-hmm. but they're like, it is like, here is, there's one called the Esky, and it is a like Mark II Escort. Is there a Ford uh, Focus? Sorry. Is there a Ford Focus? I, I haven't gotten that far. I'm only in the I'm only in the the '60s cars at the moment. Wow. '60s '70s cars, but they are all modelled on like here's. So I just unlocked the Alpine A110, uh, like the old version of the Alpine A110. Yeah. Um, and it's it's that car. Obviously, they can't call it that. They can't have like the correct sponsors or anything on it. But they've got it's that car in that livery that used to, to rally back in, like, the, you know, late 60s, early 70s. Um, and, and like, you- at, at the beginning of the game, they saw, like, this this 
exists in a world where Group B was never cancelled and Group S actually happened. Uh, and so you, it's just like, yeah, just a lovely, like, uh, really relaxing sort of rally, point-to-point uh, -point rally game, but with, like, you know, real reverence and love for the history of the sport. Mm. Uh, and I'm really enjoying it. Sorry, Gary, what were you going to say? Um, I was going to say, do they name these cars in the uh, ISS Pro manner? Where they just add an O or an Eno on the end of it. So no, they've all Al got like an, Alpi um, an Alpine becomes an Alpino or something like that. Yeah, well, they've all got like uh, no. They, they, I think it's it's called like the um, oh god, I can't remember. I'll have to I'll have to bring it up. Um, you have reminded me actually. Hades drops on uh, Game Pass tomorrow. Hell yes! So uh, um, I'm gonna play that again for sure. Um, Oh, here we go. So the so the the Alpine A110 is just called La Montaigne. Um, the Audi Quattro is called Das Hammer. Um, what else have we got in here? The BMW M3 is called Das Whip. Um, <laughs> Ford the Ford Escort RS uh, is just called the Cosy, obviously. Um, yeah, they're all like. Um, the Lancia Delta is called Il Gorilla for some reason. <laughs> um, yeah, they're all. Have they got this? Have they got the Subaru Impreza in here? Uh, yeah, it's just called the Fujin. Like they're all like you look at them. It's like this is clearly this rally car. You can tell what if if you if like you you know had any interest in rallying, you you know what the car is just by looking at it. The name doesn't matter. They just can't call it what it really was for licensing yeah. reasons. But um, it's really really good. Um. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to play some more of that. Um, yeah. Dead good little rally game. Um, and seeming as it's probably going to be a while before we get like another proper rally game out of um, Cody's. Uh, well, actually, I don't know. We might get one soon, I think, actually, because they own the license now, don't they? I was going to say, I'm pretty sure they've got the license now. Yeah, but whether we get one... Um, anytime soon or not yeah, uh, is a is another matter but um i played a little bit of dirt five was that the last dirt um didn't like it um it didn't run particularly well on pc either uh, but also just didn't it's fine but it's not what i want from a rally game um <clears throat> it's either got to be like full-on hardcore um dirt rally um or it's got to be like the old Colin McRae rally games. This is definitely more in the old Colin McRae rally sort of. Mm. So it's, it's a little bit, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty arcadey. It's not, it's not easy. It's still tough, but not, um, but like I said, it's like quite methodical and relaxing to play. It's weird. Um, it's definitely one to check out if you've got Game Pass. I'm sure that's probably on Game Pass uh, console as well. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So give that one a check. Um <sighs> Apart from that, yeah, just uh, oh, you know, a little bit more um, uh, Pokemon Unite. That game's still really good. And the only downside to it is that, um, while it, like the, the only downside to it being baby's first MOBA is that there's loads of people playing it who don't know how to play MOBAs, and so um, you quite often get absolutely steamrolled by the other team because your teammates don't know what they're doing. I always know. I've been stuck with a team like that. When it gets to the end of the match and I'm MVP, 
like you know if you're playing like you know uh, multiplayer shooter and you finish the match and you're at the top of the kills and you know that you're in a dog shit team <laughs> because <laughs> I'm not very good at these sort of games um yeah, so I, there's been a quite a few matches where I've like, we should got absolutely steamrolled just because my teammates seemed like they didn't know what they were doing or the other way around. We just completely bowled the other team over because the opposition didn't know how it's working. That stuff will sort of sort itself out. It's like, it's just, it's opening up to a, a you know, a, a kind of huge, but still quite niche genre to a massive audience that may not have played that sort of game before. Uh, and it'll take them a little while to learn how it works. But um, yeah, that game's really good. Hmm. Um, yeah, apart from that, and yeah, Final Fantasy and Destiny and and whatnot, and uh, haven't really played too much to be honest. Have you uh, not had a chance to play with your new purchase yet? I say play. My new purchase what was my oh shit fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. <clears throat> I bought Ring Fit Adventure for the Switch. Um, how can I forget that? My legs are still hurting. Yeah, um, it's proper brutal, isn't it? It turned up yesterday, uh, and I didn't want to risk using it yesterday and then have to do like an hour or so of practice and then qualifying in F1 2021. Um, Good call. With like dead legs and everything. So I booted it up today, finished work at about 4.30, and went downstairs and, and loaded it up. And I was like, I knew it was going to be tough, right? Because I am not a... Um, uh, I'm not a healthy, fit person. Athletic. I'm not athletic at all. I, di- I did warn um, you about this. Like it, it. Yeah. 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 I put like my like BMI my my details into like the NHS's BMI thing, and it recommended that I phone the ambulance. <laughs> um, so I'm not a, a fit person at all. Um, and I loaded it up, and and it does it does like your, your initial like. Um, calibrations where, where it shows like do a jog and then do a fast jog on the, like on the spot or whatever and do this that and everything to like calibrate it and it set like the difficulty level based on that and like my weight uh, and whatnot and then I started doing it and um, Jesus yeah it absolutely killed me so it's like it's it's not like uh, Wii Sports or um, any of those other sports games like EA have done a few in the past and there was one on um, connect, a few on Connect mm. or even um, like Wii this Fit is, which yeah, actually was Wii about fit, yes. you know, fit, that was more sort of yoga wasn't it and balance yeah but that were, those are still essentially like video games with a fitness aspect attached to it yep. this feels like it's a workout with a video game attached to that 100% um so you basically have like a one of the joy cons goes in a strap on your leg and one of the joy cons goes in a um pilates ring yeah it's um, like a resistance ring thing that you yeah push. Like a, a tension ring That's you can like one. push it in or you can pull it out uh and you you're on like an rpg adventure like you travel around the world by jogging on the spot um and like whenever you're going upstairs in order to be able to run up the stairs you have to do like a proper like lift your knees up yeah like high knees jog Um, really high knee stuff there's also along the Um, way there's coins that you have to collect and you can you have to suck them in by pulling the tension ring out yeah or push the tension ring to like blast things in your way yeah so like you're you're pulling and pushing on this tension ring whilst jogging on the spot for like you know a few minutes at a time and then you get into like a fight against an enemy uh, and to do the attacks against the enemy, it's like, uh, here, you're going to have to do 30 squats. 
or you're going to have to like hold the tension ring above your arm and then squeeze it and hold it and it's it's quite it's got quite a lot of resistance on it. For me, the tension um, ring was the worst part of it. Like pulling the yes. tension ring is really yeah. tough after a while. Yeah, that that was that, that was the one that like really started to make me like uh, like really feel the burn. Um, it was like the what are the I don't know deltoids or whatever. I think mm. those are the muscles that it was pointing at. It's like where you've got to hold the tension ring above your head and then squeeze it and hold it. Yep, and then release it and then do that like thirty times. Uh, and that's one attack on the enemy. Yeah. Um, I quite enjoyed like, the one where you have to like literally sit on the floor and then like push your legs out. Yeah. That one, uh, well, the leg, uh, the leg lifts. Like that. Oh, I haven't done that one yet. The one oh. I did was like the sort of like crunches where like you're, you're, you're on your, on your, your back um, and you're having to lift your legs up and hold them there and then let them down. Mm. Um but for someone who doesn't really engage in has has not really engaged in any sort of proper exercise aside from like walking to and from the office for a long time, having to do this number of like squats and curls and twists and whatnot, um, yeah, I I only did like one good like forty minute session uh, as a first go, and it fucking wiped me out. Yeah, absolutely wiped me out. I walking up the stairs afterwards to have a shower. I was like, I don't know if I can make it to the top of the stairs. <laughs> like, it's really, really tough. It is. 40, Forty minutes is a long workout. It is, but like, I I went in going like, I'll be able to do an hour, right? I'll be able to do an hour easy. Um, no, I, I bet I could, you could. Like, uh, I could not. If you're thinking it was just like another RPG, you're like, oh, I can play an hour of Final Fantasy fourteen easy. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, um, yeah, man, it's it's really good though. Yeah, uh, there are some really fun mini games as well in it. Um, yeah, I've seen uh, on like a, the giant bomb quick look and a few other videos some of those like uh, some of those little mini games and they look really. Fun. I don't know if they do they come up in the campaign at all. They're not in the campaign. Uh, you just launch them via the mini game. So if you want to do yeah, like yeah. a 10, 15 minute workout and don't want to play the game, you can just do, go into that and do it. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's some really fun ones. There was there's somewhere like you have to squat down and then jump up to kind of um like launch a spring and catch coins that are floating past. Yeah. Uh there are some that's like whack a mole where you have to turn the Pilates ring and then pull it out to do the like whacking the moles. Uh and then <laughs> appearing around a circle. Uh yeah. yeah, it's 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 done a very good job at making a fitness game quite fun the only yes. for me it's it's very much a workout um mm-hmm. which is why i dropped off it quite a while ago and you've reminded me i need to go back to it to be fair um because i've got a wedding to sort of you know trim down a bit for um <laughs> but but yeah uh i need i need to get back to it and just um yeah give it another go i think mm. but yeah it's it's a lot tougher than even I thought going, and I I I, th- I thought it was going to be tough, but it's yeah, it's it's a real a, a proper workout, mm. um, and that's the thing that's like kind of been I don't know that I've I've struggled with trying to find um, a good way of because of the way my brain works, like gamifying exercise, yeah, 
people have been trying to get it right for years. This is the first time where I've I've played something that's like, yeah, I think I can feel this. This is the this is the way. This mm. is how it's going to work. So like, once I finished like the, I like the it takes you through the whole thing. When you start up, it takes you through a full warm up routine, and then you play however long you're going to play for. At the end of each session. Like you put your thumb on the IR sensor on the end of one of the Joy Cons and it tests your, uh, checks your blood rate and everything. Go on for a while until it recommends. Maybe like you know, take a break now. You've exercised for enough, and then it goes takes you through a full cooldown, whatnot. And then it got to the end, and it was like, would you like to set alarms to remind you to play it uh, <laughs> on these days? And so I was like, sure, why not? So I've gone through and I've set an alarm for nice. every day to remind me to play. <laughs> <laughs> an hour of ring fit adventure that's i'm gonna another, keep up with another thing that was quite good i found about it was the cooldowns are dynamic so based yeah. on uh if you've done more like squat and leg type things it'll tailor mm. the warm the cool down to be more leggy stretches leggy stretches yeah. you can tell i'm not a fitness person <laughs> um and if you've done more on the resistance band it'll do more like upper, upper arm cooldowns. so that is completely yeah. dynamic and i'd do think that um in the past um warming up and cooling down have always been my downfall when doing exercise i always re- like find that i don't do them enough and don't pay enough attention and especially yeah. as i get older i find that is worse because your muscles get tired and you get achy and stuff uh whereas mm. it does i think d- off do a lot of due diligence in that respect it really does ensure you have a decent warm-up and cool-down in the areas that you've exercised, and that does help you the day after. Yeah, and it walks you through the whole thing and, like, tells you exactly how long to hold each stretch and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, it's really good. I'm thoroughly impressed. Thoroughly impressed. Um, but yeah, um, sorry, Gary, what were you going to say? I was going uh, to ask a, a supplementary question on mm-hmm. uh, Death's Door. Oh, shit, yeah. Um... I haven't played a huge amount more of that, to be honest. It's one that I've just been dipping in and out of. But yeah, it's really, really good. Um, it's just probably it's just it's there's just too many fucking games at the moment to play. Um, but yeah, Death Door's a uh, scratching a sort of like um, I, I always I haven't did always, but like I I quite like the idea of like what if you took like a classic Zelda and made it hard as balls, uh, and that's kind of what it does. Um, yeah, I, I really like it. I'm enjoying the world. I'm enjoying the combat. Really interesting cast of characters. I've heard there's a few bits coming up that are a little bit... Um, there's one world in particular which is a bit of a nightmare, apparently, because the game doesn't have a map. and I haven't mm-hmm. found it to be a problem so far, but apparently there's one area, this the, the icy world, uh, is an absolute nightmare to navigate to find your way around without that's, a map. That's meant have. to have the most annoying boss in it as well, isn't it? From what I've heard, yeah, I haven't gotten that far yet, so maybe I'll get that far and hate it. But so far, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure I missed on... out. Yeah, because it was on. I I swore blind it came up on Game Pass, and I downloaded it. And because I'm cheap as chips, I did the old uh, Game Pass Ultimate for uh, three months for twelve quid. Yep, that's uh, what and, I do now as well. But it's the pain in the backside because you have to enter a code every fortnight. Um, oh, that's every two weeks. It's fine. And I downloaded Death Door. I forgot to put my code in. Left it a couple of days. Came back and Death Door had gone. Wouldn't let me download. Wouldn't let me play it. Wouldn't let me download it. 
Uh, it's back to 16 quid, so I don't know if I missed my, my window to play it or what. I didn't know it was on Game Pass at all. I bought it on Steam for, yeah, um, I think it was like, I think it was like it was 16 pounds on Steam, but you can get Steam credit for a little bit cheaper if you shop around. Um, I think it's 16 on uh, Xbox as well. Yeah, I think it's the same price everywhere. Um, and it's, I'm, I'm presuming it's on consoles as well, mm-hmm. uh, or if not, it will be. It'd probably be a really good fit for the Switch. Um, yeah, that game's uh, very good. Very, very good. It's the one thing that's uh, tempted me away from my year of shame. What is that? Yeah. Hmm. Um, what you should play instead is fucking Bloodborne. Is this uh, an indie game? I've not heard it very much. Yes, it is an indie game. Um, you've, never, you've never spoken to me about this at all. It's by a little indie studio called From Software. don't know if you've ever heard of them. Made Armored Core, didn't they? They did, yes. They did make Armored Core, yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, Kingsfield. Oh, that's a great I game, think it was Kingsfield. Kingsfield. Yeah, yeah. You should play Bloodborne. It's a very good game. Not enough people... Uh, uh, it's one of those... Yeah, not many people have heard of it, but it's very good. It's a bit of a niche product. It is, yeah. Just fucking play it already. Stop fanning about in Dark Souls and play it already. Did I tell did you, you get, that... Did you even get the Platinum in Dark Souls? no. All that dicking about, and you still didn't get the platinum. Well, I blame um, uh, Paladin Leroy for being a cock, if I'm honest. Okay, but yeah, that's he, fair. F- he fell off a cliff twice, so I, I hold that against him. That'll um, happen, yeah. And I, I, I made the kind of, you know, the kind of base error where you don't take Solaire into the final fight, and then it just gets to be a bit of a... Did you let him go mad instead? I kind of just left him. I didn't let him go mad because I didn't force that cutscene on it. But I'm assuming okay. he's just wandering around Lost Isolith now, just wondering where I've gone. Just praising uh, the sun on his own. Well, you know, he's not on his own, really. We all praise the sun from time to time. We um, do, yeah. But yeah, so no. And I I got far enough into Dark Souls 2 that I, I kind of, it got its hooks into me. But... I promise you, when I play them all, I'll play Bloodborne. How's that? When you've played them all, you'll play Bloodborne. But then you've also got to play um, uh, Sekiro as well. I right before I'm, Elden Ring comes out. I can't beat Sekiro. I'll tell you that now. Sekiro is yeah, they hard. get pro- yeah, they get progressively harder, and then Sekiro is yeah, that's just ridiculous. Bloodborne's not that hard. Oh, Gascoigne. Father Gascoigne is a stumbling block, sure. Father Gascoigne yeah. as, as a whole. I like I Bloodborne is the first Souls game I ever played any of. Um and I the only boss I beat in it was Father Gascoigne. I didn't think he was too bad. He can be a bit of a stumbling block early on because a lot of people will come to him uh, at a fairly low level. Yeah. I think from what from what I understand, um, people who didn't play Dark Souls first find it easier because from what I understand, the um, Bloodborne tries to encourage you to parry more and be more attacking, yeah. whereas yeah. the Souls Dark the Souls Dark teaches Souls, you how to be a coward. Yeah, where so people come with it with that mindset and can't do as well with Bloodborne, whereas people yeah. that come into it from Bloodborne are naturally more offensive. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Yeah. 
It's it, um, there are three ways to play any Souls game. One is to kind of shield it up. One is to dodge out of the way, and the other one is to parry. And if you learn how to parry in in Souls, it makes it a lot easier. And it's really strange. I did play a little bit of Bloodborne when I finished Dark Souls, and lo and behold, because I'd learned how to parry, it actually became fairly straightforward. Mm. Yep. But yeah, you should play it. It's the best one. Gascon's still a dick. He is a dick. I'll play it but, more um, when it comes to PC. Ooh, uh, there are still rumours that, it, that it's going to get a uh, PS5 um, remaster and it may come to PC then. But they won't do that because that would mean they have to make it 60 FPS, which they refuse to do for some weird, odd, bizarre reason. Well, they, they did it eventually with Dark Souls once they figured out the problems that it was causing. Mm. So wasn't it like when it was running at 60, it was like weapons were degrading at twice the speed? Yeah, so it, effectively like it's when the um, physics... Not, is it the physics engine? It's effectively because it, they're doubling the clock speed that the game is yeah. meant to run at. Some games are programmed to run against that for time, um, mm. which is obviously bad when you double it, which... You should, people don't do these days because it's not a good idea. No. Um, but their PC ports have been getting better. The Sekiro PC port is supposed to be pretty good. Um, so, I don't know. It'll be good. I'm, I'm, I hope so because I'm getting um, Elden Ring on PC. Mm. Bring uh, on the pot, boys. I, yeah. Uh, and that whatever that enemy is with the massive donger. There's, there's always weird enemies in FromSoft games. Yeah, Just... always. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. They're good. But yeah, I haven't really been playing anything else apart from that. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Should we wrap this up? Can do. Why not? Um, yeah. Where can people find you online? Uh, across the socials are GearDog72. They can find Geeky2 Podcast. Uh, the same thing, you find us all across the socials at Kikachu uh, Podcast. Um, we do stream occasionally, but very occasionally. But yeah, come and listen to our podcast, and yeah, we, we hope we can entertain you for an hour or so. Yeah, you always keep me entertained for an hour or so a week. I as well. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can find us again uh, at Laps Gamer. Uh, you can find me at Basement Shacks. You can find Nick at Haunted Crime with a Y. Genesis. Uh, named after a Genesis album, right? Uh, it's a mashup of a Nine Inch Nails song and a Genesis album. Yeah. So those two go together so well. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we haven't really got, we haven't had anything updated on the website in ages. I say that every episode. Um, but uh, Andy who usually writes stuff for the website has been slacking so we're going to have to start beating him um, I'm going to get back into streaming in the next couple of weeks um, this has been too long so keep an eye out on that um, you can also find uh, some stuff over on the Laps Gamer Twitch stream um, yeah Chazzy's been uh, streaming Returnal recently he's been streaming Returnal and that game looks really really good and when he's finished with it I'm going to beg him to let me borrow it uh, because uh, that looks like a sort of like hard as nails game that I could really sink my teeth into and it's made by a studio whose games I really really like mm. um, so looking forward to trying that out uh, but you can also find 
um, the uh, VOD archives for our F1 shenanigans, if you fancy watching that. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, yeah, thanks very much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. It's been so much fun, and uh, I will have to have Nick on Geek 2 so I can get my mug. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Um, I've enjoyed the sound of your dog snoring peacefully. Yeah, I I will try and edit some of his snoring. He's been uh, it's, it's you know, a, a royal pain in the backside the entire way through this. I've been muting and unmuting <laughs> as he kind of makes his presence known. I'm going to go and beat him with a stick now. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks so much for being on. Um, Nick, thanks so much for joining me as always. Um, thanks very much to the listeners for listening. And uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. And I got it. I technically managed to get it for free as well. Nice. Um, because, uh, it got left behind my bins instead of because I was out in the office. So I just uh, told him that I never received it. Fuck Jeff Bezos. Oh, it's him. Fair enough. All right. Uh, I might cut that out. Oh.